Yeah. All this Fendi and Gucci is goofy. LB Council, you tell them to sue. Rolex, AP, ain't y'all follow. Need that, need us. Almighty, black dollar. Welcome back to Closing the Gap. Um, next topic we want to touch on is how do we feel the election um, is going to affect black wealth? Um, there's a lot of talk. Um, of course, you know, Trump's supposed to have a platinum plan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Biden, um, they said they have a plan to, um, to help, you know, actually close the gap, the wealth gap uh, for African Americans in this country. So, um, you know, just, you know, what do you think about that, guys? I mean, you know, you think of different. A different administration go make a, a change. Well, my, my thought, you know, on that is uh, uh, since I'm in government affairs, I, I take the, I take the initiative. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, I have to take the point that there's, there's a lot of money in government. Just think about it, guys. Real America is what twenty-three trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Somebody got the money. You know what I'm saying? And those people who got the money don't want to pay taxes on it. Right. <laughs> so where's the money? If we paid it out, the government, the federal government, is the best. They're the only government government in our in our society that can be what over budget. States have to do what balance their budget. Uh, uh, county government, cities, they have, all have to do what balance their budget. School board have to balance their budget. The only the only entity in America in our society the way we function is the federal government can can, can, print, can print money. Okay, so so how do you close the wealth gap? One of the best ways to close the wealth gap is through the political process. And we are so far away from that idea, Will, in some, some perspective. We don't have a clue to, 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 to a certain degree. But that's the, one of the greatest ways, because that, 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 that's good money. I love government money. Anytime I can take government money, I take government money <laughs> any day with corporate money. Because government money is, is good money. It's, it's going to come in. And I've had the opportunity on two or three occasions to have my own company where I was a CEO or president or whatever, chairman of the board, where I had government contracts. And that's where, you know, a lot of people think, well, you work for waste management. No, you know, I got some of my wealth from waste management. And waste management helped me get some of my wealth to get what? To my own businesses mm-hmm. where I can get even more wealth. You with me? And, uh, and, gov- and so I always had this slogan. And uh, I, I love this. I, y'all can take me to my grave. If they don't give you a chance to speak, you can just stand up where y'all and say, he believe in selecting when it comes to politics, to select, elect, and then collect. Select, give me a good candidate, you know, get them elected, and then what? Then you collect. Mm-hmm. If you go back to Joe Biden, you, know, you mentioned the, the federal side, you know, build back, uh, build back America, or build back better, whatever. I think our own mayor, uh, 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 Keisha Bottom was the uh, uh, chairman of that platform committee. So I think we got a good role and a good chance and, and good opportunities. You're talking about ownership, whatever. I mean, you're talking about education, uh, the corporate. We got a good chance now of, of really digging into that into that platform and seeing how we can carve ourselves out of that platform to get a piece of good. It's our tax money. It's our dollars. You know what I'm so we shouldn't feel like it's, it's some foreign piece there. People have got this country is wealthy. The wealth have come off of what? Government contracts. And, I'm, and we can go back to local school boards. A lot of money. Where are the contracts going? Follow the money. City council, county council, state government. It's a lot of, a lot of money. How much is the window washing contract for the state of Georgia? For the, for the, for the state building? That's a $20, 30 million contract. Just watch windows. Because you got to watch the windows of all the state buildings that they own. What about drawing the lines for the parking? 
That's a twenty thirty million dollar country. That's coming money. We don't. We get. In, we get in position, and, and public policy is what it's all about. But but it's also about what economics and tax dollars. And hopefully, public policy will lead us to some of that. But public policy can be about a lot of things. But you need to follow the public policy. But you also need to follow the dollars. And, and whenever we get in, in control of cities or counties or whatever, we need to make sure we understand, you know, that there's dollars there, and that we can get a lot of wealth. That we can close this gap on our own dollars, on our own tax dollars. You know, I guess, <laughs> I've, I've never been big into politics. I've, I've really stayed you know, far away from it. Um, by being a financial advisor, I've done a lot of what Mr. Booker said is I follow the dollars first. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, when you understand you know, the money, you understand how to follow the dollars, and you see you know, where the dollars are actually going, um, it can be very discouraging. Um, and I, I personally, I have a lot of discouraged me in, in a lot of ways um, about the political process. And, you know, you know, when I look at it and I, you know, I take everything from a, you know, from a, a rational standpoint and an objective standpoint. I look at it and I say, well, you know, what came first, politics or economics? Mm-hmm. Politics were put in place mm-hmm. to control the economics. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately in our community, we were so stuck on the politics mm-hmm. and have no knowledge of the economics. Mm-hmm. We're stuck on social mm-hmm. politics, mm-hmm. but have not learned that they put the politics in place to control the economics. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I look at these things and I see our candidates and I see our, you know, city councils and you know, you know, different people in different political positions, or Senate, Congress, House, whatever it may be. And I, you know, I look back and I, I, it's very discouraging to me personally because a lot of times I feel like they don't understand the money. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that they're in a position to change the lives and change a community literally. Mm-hmm. And either they don't know don't show or don't care mm-hmm. about doing it. And I I, I want to believe that it's a lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and understanding, but um, all too often I see it just being, you know, a lack of trust. Yeah. And that's what we go back to what we talked about earlier and not trusting our own to do certain things. But you go back to this city, we in this city, we all fortunately live in the Atlanta metro area. And it was Mayor Jackson. You go back to, I think, one of the greatest mayors that, that, that we ever had. You know, Mayor, what, put his foot down and said, we're going to do 35% of minority participation on this airport. That's the that's the crux of the wealth in Atlanta right now. Because of that concept. And that's spread it. That's spread it. That's spread it throughout the communities. And uh, we've had some in uh, uh, Chicago and Washington, D.C. Uh, mayors that have tried to duplicate that and done the same thing. I just don't think we do it enough. No, yeah, in, in different entities because we don't think about it. Like I said, we more so on the social side. We want to get our ditches clean and the, and the roads fixed and whatever, but we don't think about the money side of, of government yeah. and how much it pays out. Yeah. yeah, and I guess that's the, I guess it's always been kind of discouraged back to me because, you know, probably because of what I do, it makes me a lot more cognizant, you know, yeah. of the money and, and following the money. Yeah. And, you know, when you're looking at things and you're not seeing a lot of change happen, yeah. uh, <laughs> you're seeing, you know, the more things change, the more they stay yeah. the same, so to speak. Um, and I just, you know, it, and I look and say, okay, well, what can we do? Yeah. You know, how is this vote going to change yeah. the outcome for my community? And, you know, it always goes back to the, the simple word of trust. Yeah. The same issue we talk yeah. about with yeah. um, whether it be the churches yeah. um, or our HBCUs and, yeah. you know, me, but, but I think I think even in this situation, it's, a, it's trust, but it's, but it's also understanding. Go back to the education board. Mm-hmm. We got to, I, I talked to a mayor, and I, I shared this with you. I talked to a mayor. About uh, about I won't name the city of the other mayor, but I talked to the mayor about that pension fund. 
you know, that uh, city is 60% African-American, probably 90% of the money in the pension fund is from what? African-Americans. And I talked to them, and I found that this is where I wanted me to do three things for them that had nothing to do with, with waste management. I said, well, I got one thing I need you to do for me. And she's what I told her, I said, I said I'd like to see a, a African-American manage your pension fund. And that man looked at me and said, they didn't never cross my mind. No, millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's government. That's, that's government. That's elected. That's elected. You're selecting, electing, and government. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's government. Yeah. I mean, I, I told a vice president at a university the same thing. I said, look, if we sit here at an HBCU that's over 100 plus years old. They bank, with Caucasian bank. Their endowment is managed by a Caucasian firm. And all of their contracts, seventy percent of their contracts, yep. are two. Okay, so I'm saying, well, well, this is an HBCU. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're educating our kids for the future, mm-hmm. but all the dollars that are coming in off of them are not going to be benefiting them. They're going to mm-hmm. other communities, mm-hmm. so other people can take care of their kids and send them to PWIs mm-hmm. and Ivy League schools that. We're not attending. They get the regular vacation. They get the education. They get the, they get the exposure through their dollars. And, and exactly. And we got to change that. That's how we go back into our topic about closing up wealth gap. The elected the elected process. And you know, you know, my dad is ninety seven years old. And my dad have to remind Mister Calvin, Mister Steele, and to us because my dad remember when he couldn't vote. You know, he, he couldn't. He couldn't. He would, you know. So so he said to. This is still new to us. So we still and the financial part of this, you know, we fight for a lot of things, but we got to we got to start it somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where we understand that we can close that gap big time through the political process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, I think with this administration, that's why I, you know, spoke a little bit briefly earlier about we gotta start demanding certain things. Yeah. And you know, uh, I, I'm not as confident that the education system will be changed so as far as being able to see like financial literacy being implemented um, at a, you know, at a base grassroots level. But, you know, I think that, you know, there should be some grants awarded to nonprofit organizations who are out here in the community trying to, you know, educate, you know, black and brown people or, or the community, period. You know, just seeing more of those opportunities provided. And I think that is something that I would love to see the administration really no, home and all. Let me say this. I, I know we all heard it. You know, you know uh, Joe had to run to South Carolina to get saved. Mm-hmm. You know, and also some <laughs> other bankers uh, had to run to South Carolina to run for the president to get saved. Mm-hmm. But I did hear Joe say, you know, that that, that the black community is what they with me. Yeah, y'all yeah. saved me, mm-hmm. and I won't forget you. Mm-hmm. Now it's up to us now to do what to start holding him accountable. And we got you know the vice president sitting there with, with, with him. You know, and we're talking about HBCUs and mm-hmm. what about the We got, but we got to make sure. You know, if, if the mayor, I, I was, I heard that the mayor of Atlanta uh, uh, set the the agenda, the platform. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if all that's in place, guys, then the next thing for us to do is, is to is to make the move mm-hmm. to make sure it happens. Now, another thing, we talked about contracts, except so a lot of contracts come from, from mm-hmm. government. I mean, you can get wealthy from contracts. You know, mm-hmm. Part of my wife and our wealth came from on the home health care. You know, I, I, I mean, those checks come in. I mean, I, I'm most quick ways man with those chicks moving in because <laughs> <laughs> was, I mean, she was a nurse and a dactician, and, and we own our own home, home care te- in, in Texas. And man, that was that was that, but that was I took the waste money from. The, I wasn't gonna be the CEO of waste management, right? But then I couldn't be a CEO of ownership. Mm-hmm. And my wife, I mean, she she was a, she was the top person at that business, but it made the family money. You know, when we finally got to Atlanta, we was at a level that you know we didn't have to beg anybody for money because we brought it all together. So there's a lot of ways to get there. 
other ways to get there. So you know, other ways to get there. Yeah, we elected. And it's a lot of a lot of federal dollars, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, you take Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton gave us. I'm talking to a young man this morning. Want to talk to us? Um, uh, gave us five African American secretaries when Bill Clinton was president. Don't y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. We had five secretaries that were African American. Mm -hmm. The thing was, why did they make you some millionaires? Because what happened when you go out there and do that, then when it's time for re-election, what happened? You already made your what? Your money for your people that you go co what, collect from. Right. You know what I'm saying? They help you in your campaign. That's how it works. And and so why do you think, why do you think, OG, you got you got you got billions of probably a billion dollars will come through Atlanta or Georgia for these two city seats that pays two hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. right. <laughs> Put yeah. the dot connect the dots. Yeah. That's who that's who control of what? The trillions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And where do those dollars go? Who we'll get them? Yeah. Now another thing, and when you look at federal contracts, look at the highway department, transportation, who let that doing the work? When you pass by site, who's out there doing most of the work? People of color. People of color. color. So why can't we own the, the operation? Correct. We're doing the work, we know how to do it. So let's parlay that into a, into a what? Into ownership. Well, and that's what I think, you know, we have to take those bull by the horns yeah. and be willing to take their step out. But then we need our brothers next to us to support us. So we can be in position. We like um, Jeff touched on earlier. Is you know we have that that syndrome of you know white ice is colder, mm -hmm. or sweet tea is sweeter, you know, mm -hmm. so to speak. And then they say, well, you know, I want to work with this company. They have a building on every corner. Mm -hmm. You know, I bet. Well, if I had all your money, I could put a building on every corner too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all about opportunity. It, 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 it is a sore. This is kind of a sore piece, but I, you can't say much about it. But I, I can say I understand it. I think Trump might have got twenty percent of the black male votes, and, and yeah, I think yeah. eight or ten percent of the women. But well, you know, it was shit. I hate that, but you know, those guys were business guys. Mm. Oh yeah, no, and they understood no. business, and they were trying to parlay themselves into what? Into business. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 mm -hmm. because no, it's good. You yeah. get you get. They didn't need healthcare. And you know what that's it. And they didn't need this. They didn't need that. That, but, that leads me to a, a, another place that we definitely gonna have to dive deep, deep into one day because I personally believe. As an African American man and as a black man, you can't be capitalist as an African American because at some particular point in time, because the farther you go up that mountain, the wider that snow becomes. So at some particular point in time, you're going to have to make a decision: Is it going to be the betterment of the people that look like you, or are you going to assimilate for financial gain? Back at you.